Taste the Mediterranean through March 19th at Whole Foods Market. Save on Animal Welfare Certified Bone-In Beef Short Ribs, Sustainable Wild-Caught Sockeye Salmon, and more. Find sales on Parmigiano-Reggiano, Charcuterie and Ground Lamb. Grab an Olive Bull Bread from the Bakery. Plus, wines from the Mediterranean start at just $8.99. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. Imagine, if you will, that you have these two great runners. They both run the exact same race, and amazingly, they finish at the exact same time. However, the difference between the runners is that one runner has perfect form. The other runner, well, they run like a complete weirdo, like they've never run before. Now assume you're a coach. Which runner do you choose to take under your wing to train? Do you choose the runner with excellence in their technique and in their form? Or do you take the runner who lacks all understanding of how to run properly? Now, most listening will instinctively and instantly choose the runner with perfect form. But why? So examine the question a little further. Why would you select the runner who already has perfect form? Meaning they have already achieved as much as they can hope to achieve in their progression. Now consider the weirdo. If they can run like they did, which remember was identical in time to that of the runner with perfect form while lacking all of those skills, Imagine what you as a coach could do to hone and manipulate those skills into a greatness to make that runner even better. Now, if I were part of this anecdote, I would have been the runner who gave up on running immediately upon realizing that I possessed neither the talent, skill set, nor the desire to actually work to become a great runner. In fact, come to think of it, I am actually quite annoyed by the results of my genetic makeup. I mean, according to my genes, I probably should have excelled both in baseball and football. I should have gone on to receive contracts with both of the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago Bears, earning approximately, I don't know, let's just call it $700 million per year. Spoiler alert, I did not work at either sport terribly hard, and by the time I was 17, I had assumed the role I was more apt to play, which was the nerdy editor of the high school paper. My name is James Patrick. This is the Beyond the Image podcast, and today we're going to discuss if your starting line determines your finish line. When did the image of success become so shallow and cookie cutter? It's carefree entrepreneurship, sprawling homes, and curated aesthetics, all wrapped up in a simplified social media post rife with the latest buzzwords explaining how you're just one manifestation away from the life of your dreams. But building thriving businesses and positioning yourself as a leader in any industry has little to do with hitting these external validations and everything to do with cutting through the crap and getting to work. My name is James Patrick, and I'm an internationally published photographer, marketing strategist, and your host in this discussion. I've spent decades studying the mechanics of success so I could reverse engineer the process. Together, let's specifically define what success means to you and determine the steps to get you there. 
with real strategies, exclusive interviews, and game-changing ideas you can implement into your life and business. It's time to go beyond the facade, beyond the posturing, beyond the image to create real change personally and professionally. This is the Beyond the Image Podcast. You may have noticed if you follow me on social media that I can be pretty animated, somewhat annoyed with soapbox platitudes, people who claim they got to where they are all on their own. They will tell you, whenever they possibly can, that all it takes is hard work, that it just takes perseverance, that it just takes sacrifice. And that could be a tough load of bullshit to swallow when you are working around the clock trying to take care of your family and you barely have time to keep yourself alive, let alone hustle to turn your passion into a profit. And I've seen a recent theme of shitty influencers pushing the statement that, quote, 90% of people will fail because they lack the right mindset to be successful. So I guess that means 99% of us should just quit then? The problem with this bully posturing is that it simply ignores a very serious reality, which is that everyone, all of us, have a different starting point. That it does not matter if your goals are within your health, your mindset, your relationships, or in your personal development. Each of us begins at our own unique starting line. And that thing line is impacted by a multitude of factors, including, but not limited to, our privilege, luck connections, resources, genetics, inherited and generational wealth, race, gender, social class, innate talent, even nepotism. Every one of us have our own unique set of circumstances that dictates what our starting line is. Now, why does this matter? It actually matters tremendously. Using myself as an example, on the one hand, I could claim that I'm a self-made successful entrepreneur. After all, it was I who put in the hard work, as most entrepreneurs so modestly claim or not so modestly claim, their blood, sweat, and tears. In all honesty, I don't recall ever bleeding for my business, but that's a moot point. What I would be ignoring if I took this stance is the fact that I was born into a family that had some wealth. Despite that we were not rich by any means, we had enough to allow me to attend good schools. They provided for me and all the needs that I could have growing up. They paid for a four-year university degree. And having a parent who worked in finance helped me build upon my wealth with strategic investments and asset acquisition. Something I would not have been taught nor not have learned had I not been born into this family. My connections that I made at the university led to my employment. The wealth that I had accumulated permitted me access to certain rooms or to make certain connections. These opened up even more doors for me and on and on and on. Away. The point was, was that I had what I consider to be a very good starting line. Now compared to some, I started out miles ahead of them in this path of entrepreneurship. And I have to recognize that privilege as a significant factor in the path that I've taken to build what I did build. Now to contrast, I also started further behind some others. 
I had a coach who loved to espouse in his own babbling crap about work ethic, despite coming from wealth and ignoring the safety net of his generational wealth during his convenient, I went bankrupt before I changed everything story that's used so often in his marketing. Perhaps you're listening to this thinking, well, who gives a shit? A wealthy white dude complaining about another wealthy white dude who had it a little bit easier than he did. And I sincerely hope that's not the takeaway you get as it's far from the intent. The point I am trying to make is that each of us need to be substantially better at acknowledging our starting line, especially when we're giving advice to others who are desperately trying to reach their own finish line. But the scope of this discussion is to answer the query, does our starting line definitively determine what our finishing line could be? Now, true, a head start can and does help individuals begin with what many would already consider a good outcome, but it does not guarantee an extraordinary outcome. Consider someone who wins the genetic lottery and has a generational advantage and they develop a killer work ethic on top of all that. Does that guarantee their success? Well, no, but it certainly makes that path far more attainable. And for many of us listening who perhaps had a starting line much further back, it's going to make the work seem like a lot more because there will be more work. It's going to require a lot more resourcefulness. It's going to require a lot more creativity. It's going to require a lot more emotional labor. And although we have no control over our talents or the elements that we were born with or inherited, we are in control of our skill sets, the things that we choose to develop. And that choice is entirely optional. How often do we see those who turn away from their potential, who shy away from opportunity, who chase low-hanging fruit instead of pursuing great things? Now, I find that just as infuriating as those who ignore their privilege, those with extreme opportunities who never even begin to do the work to tap into them. Thus, ultimately, our starting point does not predetermine our finishing line, but whatever the starting point is, what actually matters is the development towards greatness. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Image podcast. Please follow, like, and review wherever you happen to listen to the show. And if you want to connect to me, you can find me at jamespatrick.com, Instagram at jpatrickphoto, or you can text me any of your marketing questions to 480-605-3254. Thanks again.